Welcome to Evolve to Succeed, the podcast that brings together entrepreneurs, founders, business leaders, and experts to talk about their journeys and explore the link between personal and business success. I'm your host, Juan Munson, founder of Evolve, a coaching, training, and development company focused on enabling business and personal success and creating a community of like-minded individuals. Whether that be through our peer groups, one-to-one coaching, our training and development programs for you and your teams, or through our content and events, our mission is to get the best out of each individual and inspire them to be better both in life and in business. If you want to learn more about Evolve, including our beautiful co-working space in Ashley Cross in Paul, then please go to evolvemembers.com where you'll find great content, insights, details of all of our services and also information on our forthcoming events. For now though, let's get on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode. My guest today is Gerard McSherry, owner and director of Higher Ground, a flooring company that's been in business since 1990. Remarkably, Gerard has wanted to be a business owner since the age of eight and is therefore an entrepreneur through and through. As so many of us know, being at the helm of your own business certainly comes with its ups and downs. And over time, Gerard has certainly been on that roller coaster ride. However, he has successfully navigated through all of these challenges and has some amazing wisdom to share, as well as thoughts on the meaning of resilience. Other topics covered include the challenges of transitioning higher ground during tough economic times, moving to e-commerce, making flooring interesting and appealing, his amazing approach to customer service, and why running your own business can sometimes feel like skydiving. It's a really great and broad-ranging conversation. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome, Gerard, to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. Well, thanks for having me. It's good to be here, Warren. Really looking forward to our conversation. For our listeners, I suppose they should get to know a little bit about you. Tell them a little bit about yourself and the business higher ground that you own and run. So yeah, um, ever since a young boy, I wanted to be a business owner. So going right back to the age of eight, I thought, I want to own a business, didn't know what it would be. So what made you at the age of eight decide that? Is it family, is it? Well, if I'm being honest, a bit, bit mercenary, bit okay. like, you know, didn't come from the best sort of start in life. So thought, well, I don't want to replicate this when I'm older. So what what can I do to change okay. my outlook? Yeah. Um, I had a large family and my brothers and sisters, I was the youngest and... They said, "Well, people who have their business, own business. They, they, you know, they, they do pretty well in life." So, you know, as I grew and I got older, I thought, you know, my, my radar was up for a business opportunity, and I had a business partner um, who started the business. wasn't higher ground as as we know it today. Um, and he offered, he said, you know, I need somebody to come and help me. He was growing the business. And I, I was only a young lad of twenty three. Okay. Um, so I thought, yeah, here's an opportunity. So I went for it, took that, and. I've been doing it ever since in one way or another. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. So, it's been a long, a long, long journey. And when did the um, business morph into higher ground? And what does higher ground actually do? So, higher ground, we're, we're a flooring company. We're based um, in Camberley in Surrey. Uh, but we have a larger reach than just our immediate catchment area. So, we, we, we have an online store. We serve customers from all over the UK. We sell rugs on our e-commerce site. We've actually got a... A fitter today, as we're talking together, working on the shores of Lake Geneva. 
in Switzerland installing wow. for an English client, a good client of ours. So he's sure, got the weather's a, a bit better there than he's. He it's sent me better. a beautiful little WhatsApp video of his view from his hotel window this morning, and it, it looks nothing like today outside here. But yeah, so um, but that, that that's a bit extreme. That isn't the norm to go to Switzerland. But um, you know that's how the business has developed. That the fact that we're we're doing jobs such as that so yeah it has it's changed a lot in the, in the in the time that i've been involved but yeah when we started when i started with my business partner it's very very different to how it is today um and i, I bought him out um, we worked together for 10 years okay. he sort of showed me the ropes i got to know the industry i got to know a bit about business as well yeah which was the main driver you know okay. because I, I wanted to, to have my own business and um so yeah I, I i worked at it i i he sort of retired and then i bought him out because i wanted to take the business in a different direction and that's where higher ground came into being in okay two, in so that was that rebranding piece that, yeah, that sure. point. Yeah. yeah yeah so i was sort of looking at at, at the way the world was changing I guess yeah. I, I was younger than I was 25 years his junior so he was coming up for retirement he didn't have much interest to invest in the business whereas okay. I was younger and I, I wanted yeah. to and I could see the way that the world was changing and I thought well there's got to be a better way to how we've been doing it okay. up until now so with all the knowledge and the so were you just a more traditional contracting flooring business before? yeah we were we were um we were just we hadn't really invested in the business, so it was just a, a, a very much run-of-the-mill or small family-owned yeah. um, one-man band shop. But took took customers as they came. Never really went out looking for customers, okay. and, and the, the appearance and the look and the feel was very different to how how it, how we look today. So um, it was called Kimberly Carpets. Okay. So so it's quite a narrow um, with the with the name. It was, it was, we sold carpets. We didn't really do yeah. much else. We didn't have other flooring. It was just purely focusing on that, and it was it was it was low end. Don't mind saying it was it was low end. Um, and you know, it was a sort of rough and ready. You know, remnants and and off you know off cuts and what have you. Um, and after doing that for a period, well, ten years, I thought, well, maybe there's a different way of doing this because okay. we we got some better clients along the way. But I thought, well, let's try and re reposition ourselves in the marketplace mm. and rebrand us and put some investment into the business and and try and drive it that way um so that's yeah that was it was a leap a leap of faith and wow. a leap in the dark because i looked around at other companies that i admired not in my own industry but you know outside of that um and i took inspiration from them you know people like fired earth and yeah. far and ball okay. and, you know, that, that that made homewares appealing and yeah. interesting and desirable and I thought well maybe we could do that with flooring because as far mm. as I could see in the marketplace nobody was really doing that at the time so came up with the idea for higher ground um, and to bring everything under one roof and to give it a more professional a more modern feel yeah, it's a beautiful looking brand Thank you, thank you very much. It's, it's not been it's not been easy like yeah. most things in business. But we, <laughs> journey of business yeah, isn't is it? It so. isn't. No, we we um we we're fortunate enough to work with a fantastic branding agency, yeah. um, which has been instrumental in shaping how we look and and the professionalism that's yeah. portrayed in the business. So they've been instrumental in everything, the look and the feel. And they've been a pleasure. They've they've, they've done some great work with um, the VNA, and they've done some great work with some gin okay. labels that we'd all know and so I was lucky enough I was looking for a good uh, brand agency to work with and I I googled a couple of websites that I liked and I just rang up the company and said you know, I love your website you know who did your website who, who, who made your website and they went oh this this company called Warren Creative so I got in contact with them and said look you know I'm looking for a good brand agency to help yeah. me 
you know, shape what, 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 what's in my head, you know, I know what I want, but I don't know how to do it. So we had a meeting and, you know, set the wheels in motion. Um, yeah. And we've been working with them ever since. And that's about, that's about eight years ago. So. Uh-huh. And what was that transition truly like? Because obviously from where you were to where you are now is a complete transformation in terms of your positioning in the brand and everything. But it can't have been a smooth ride to go through that transition. Yeah, I, I could probably give you the short answer. I could give you the long answer. <laughs> um, as probably, you know, we haven't got all day. I'll, I'll give you the sort of the abridged version. But yeah, um, when we went from the, the leap of, it was a leap of faith. Because there must have been a moment of, you've just got to have that self-confidence, going to do this and take the consequences. Should be great, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've done a skydive once. Um, tandem and jumped out. Braver man than me. <laughs> and jumped out of the plane with the hope that the parachute will open. And, and it, it's a bit akin to that, to be quite honest. You, you know, you, 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 it is a complete jump out and hope the parachute works because when we did it, when we changed, and it was a complete change from sort of the bottom end of the market to the, the top top end. So we pretty much jettisoned most of our clientele. And we also happened to do it probably at the worst time you could possibly do this, which was 2011, in the midst of the biggest banking financial crisis mm, yeah. the world had ever seen. Nobody was moving house, nobody was investing, nobody was spending money, banks weren't lending. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's no good time, is there? I mean, if, no. if you look back over the last 10 years, and we're talking about business investment, and pe- business people want certainty Absolutely. to invest yeah. money. Um, but if you look over the last 10 or 11 years, there's been no point where there has been any certainty. So it hasn't existed since that 2008-9 situation, precise, really, well, Precisely. It? You know, we've had Brexit for five years. We've had pandemics. We've had three wars in the time that I've been doing my business. So there's, you know, you could sit and wait around on the, on the, on the sidelines or you yeah. can just go, right, got to do it now. Because if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. So it, it, was, it was literally that. It was like, right, it's now or never. And... I didn't have any funds. I didn't have any backers. I, I did it all off my own back. I don't mind saying that I put it all on my credit cards yeah. um, up to the limit, so much so that I think I had one card left with about £2,000 on it. Couldn't pay my rent. I was actually going to move into the shop because <laughs> I, I backed myself to that degree and backed myself wow. into the corner to that degree. But you think, oh, I've got an idea. I'm pretty sure it's going to work. And if no one else is going to do it, then, then, I'm, then I will. So... That's that's how it started, and, and that's and at what point did you realise it's gonna work? I remember when we when we launched. So when we when we when we when we started in January two thousand eleven. So it was a cut off the end of the year, and we started first of Jan, and it was very slow to start. It was very um, squeaky bum time, yeah. as Alex Ferguson would say. Um, you know, a month or two in February was slow, which is traditionally slow anyway, February. But it was slow, and then March was a little bit better, and then we sort of got through the year, and it started to slowly improve over the course of the year, and that year was much better than our previous one. We were 50% growth year on year, which was, which was great, but I was still saddled with, with debt, yeah. which I needed to pay. So, you know, we carried on, and the business did well the next year and you know the housing market improved and things started to improve from there but what I realized then was you need to continually invest if mm. you're going to con- continue to continue to grow so and if you don't you're going to stand still so I was determined that this wasn't just going to be 
done and finished. A blip on a yeah. simple exercise and yeah. off you went. Yeah. I, originally, I thought once we made that change, I thought this is great. It's, we're there. We're in the we know we're, we're in the promised land. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after two or three years, and it sort of evened out. You thought, well, actually, unless I do something more drastic, it's it's not going to improve again. So we continue to invest. You know, once we we. Once I cleared off my credit cards, um, we continued to invest um, because we saw that was that was what yeah. if it happened before. Then it will happen again. And as the, as the as the economy improved, and as you invest, um, the two things married. So we, we benefited from that. And um, my brother, who's who, who, who's who's fantastic, who gives me some, even though he's not in business himself, he, he's a, he's a sage advice. And he did say to me when I was going through that difficult time when we when we rebranded and it was it was tough. He said the businesses that invest during a downturn are the ones that come yeah. out stronger when the when when the economy comes back. And I thought he was just telling me that to make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> just being a good brother. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought well, I, so my true, brother's having it? a hard time. Let's give him some support, even though. So yeah. I, I, at the time, I didn't think you know what he said was entirely correct. But I do see that now with the, clar- with the clarity of hindsight that that those those businesses that do invest. Um, even when times are hard, do benefit when when the times are good because they're in a better positions for the ones that haven't and maybe get left behind. You can exploit the opportunities when the upturn comes, whereas if you haven't invested and you've cut right back, exactly right, you've got nothing to go with again, don't you? And you start to overtrade and you just don't. Yeah, so I've I've, I've um I've learned I've learned I've learned a lot through that. The, you know, you've, yeah. start back at the question, but I've learned a lot through that period because you learn by doing. Yeah, you learn absolutely. by you know it, it was a risk. I don't mind saying it was a, it was a huge risk. I put everything on the line to to, to make it happen, um, but it has it has rewarded me. You know, has you know so when did it when did it come good it started to come good as we grew we were lucky enough that some of our neighbors moved out of the buildings we managed to take over the whole building so we managed to grow the business further so when we started off when we first launched our showroom was about a thousand square feet it's now six thousand square feet over two floors so six times the size the websites i always had this idea of an e-commerce website um when we changed the higher ground because you know obviously online is, is is a huge thing for every single business um and I had an idea that this is the kind of website that I wanted um, without realising the cost of that. And then once you're committed to a project, my, my brother who I just talked about is an IT programmer and he said to me, I think it was something like uh, uh, a third of, or two thirds of IT projects don't get finished and yeah. two thirds of them go three times over the cost. And, you know, so when I started off, I, I quite... <laughs> Really inspirational, <laughs> motivational. <laughs> he only told me that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Not before, but um, so when we started with the website, and um, it was it clearly had to be a bespoke one. It became very obvious very very quickly into the project. It had to be a bespoke one because yeah. our, um, our industry is so sort of complicated. Yeah. Um, so the so the, the budget went, yeah, it went through the roof, and I stopped counting after about sort of six months. That well, I'm, I've got to see this out. I'm not going to mothball this. This has to be done. Yeah. So we saw it through, um, and then it launched about. What were we now? Just before COVID, actually, it launched the e-commerce site just about 2019, early 2019. Okay. And it was like, great, we're done. Perfect. It's live. And then nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I thought, I've spent all this money on this website and it, we're not yeah. getting anything. So, And at first, you know, as a business owner, especially we haven't got a business partner to, to talk to, you just sit there with your head in your hands and you want to cry. Um, and I looked and thought, well, I've spent all this money, so... What's wrong with it? Why is it not working? We've got yeah. to find out. Um, got to so find somewhere getting a return on the investment and getting traction. Yeah, exactly right. So 
and I, I'm not, I know nothing. You know, it's amazing what you learn when you yeah. run your own business, right? You, 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 yeah. you have to. You, 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 You've got no other option at times, have you? So, like, you type into Google, you know, how do I get my website working? Um, why is it not working? And so, you know, we, we did employ also a, um, a marketing company around that same time um, that we've been working with ever since, a company called Tiger Marketing. You know, that's sort of like, they said, well, you need to do you know, more SEO on it, you know, because all your products there. And I was like, oh, okay, some more money, uh, more investment. Yeah. Um, so we got a really great guy that um, was an apprentice with us who, who came back and worked for us for a year and, and did all sort of the SEO on the website and beavered away and, you know, made it as, as optimised as it possibly could be. And then COVID hit and, and lo and behold, everybody was sat at home typing yeah. in search engines, you know, I want some flooring for my, my office because I'm not going into one. So I need this, this office floor sorted. So luckily we were coming up you know from 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 nowhere then people were finding us and where most other most other stores were closed um we were open we're still vibrant yeah and because our website was active so we were getting inquiries through so through covid we got we got inquiries and it's just the two things there's a lot of luck in business i mean as 26 years and do you, you believe know, it's luck or do you think you make your own luck greg norman the golfer said the harder i work the luckier i get yeah and i mean it's a bit tongue-in-cheek that phrase and but i there, there is, there is some truth in it because if I, if I hadn't made the investment in the website and made those decisions, of course, nothing would and have come from it. Persevered from it, yeah, it? Pers- it yeah. It's quite easy sometimes in business, isn't it, to hit a challenge, to hit a brick wall, and just succumb to it. Quite, that's, that's the easiest thing in the world, yeah. to, just to go and and then pivot and find the next, try and find the next shiny thing, instead of persevering with that idea, that belief that you had. Yes. Exactly right, and there's another, there's another quote which is the darkest part of the night is before the dawn. Yeah. And and, and it, any any business owners that, that are struggling and, and, and finding things difficult sometimes and, and wondering why is is that quote I think is is something that I think of when when you're going through a difficult period because you yeah. think well you know like with the website for example which is just a, a small example of it is like well I've spent all this money we've got this website it looks great but it's not producing any revenue so. Mm. You know, so, but why? The, the, yeah. the question is why? What, 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 why is this? So, you know, you've got to find the answer to that. And when, when you're running a business, it is about finding the answer a lot yeah. of the time. You've got to try and find it from wherever. And <laughs> trying to find, well, and it's also trying to find the right people that you can trust and you can work with because you've got to get some knowledge, haven't you, as the business owner to be able to have the, ask the right questions and know what needs to be done, but you're not going to be the one doing it. Exactly right. And, and it's, you know, any hints and tips on how you've, because you've obviously found some good people to work with. For sure, yeah, absolutely. I've been, I've been lucky. I've been, you know, again, luck, I mean, luck does play into it. You can work, you can work really hard and, and not get, not get luck, but I think anybody in business who's successful, if they didn't sort of say at some point there was some luck involved, I think they'd be lying. Yeah. But yeah, we've been fortunate to work with the people that we, we have. Um, you know, I, I've sort of found them out. I've you know, I've, I've looked around. So when 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 I'm looking at my business, for me, I again a bit of a cliche, but I sort of compare it to a, a football team. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a football manager. I'm not a massive football fan, but a, a good football manager always look at the weakest point of their team and try yeah. and improve that. And it's I think for me it's the same with business. So I look at what what's the weakest part and what can I do to improve that yeah. because. Customers will sort of they'll they'll see that anyway. They might not even be aware that they're seeing that. If there's a if there's a weak if there's a weak link um, or there's something that isn't quite right, yeah, they might go and use a competitor. So you've got to try and make everything as good as it can be, um, and and like that it includes the staff employing 
good yeah. the best people you can find attracting the best people retaining them yeah making sure they're happy incentivizing them and bringing them along and letting them understand the part of the journey as well um so that 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 they're they're on board with what you're doing um because without without good staff without good people working with you and 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 you're not going to get anywhere yeah. um and so therefore we're lucky to work with the outside branding and uh, marketing agents but also the staff that we've got are, yeah. are instrumental in, in i can't do it on my own they're instrumental yeah. in success just it's like a, a team just like a, isn't it it's, it's the same as the football team you can be the manager can't you just like the football manager you know he can't he Jurgen Klopp can't go out and win the Premier yeah. League. Yeah, he's he's got to, he's got to have his players out there doing it for him. So it's just, it's a similar. I, I look at it like that because I, I I always look at the I always look at the weak points. It's easy to to see what you're doing well and go, mm-hmm. oh yeah, well, that, well, that was great. Yeah, we did well. That pat on your back, but that doesn't actually tell you you know where your next order's coming from. Mm-hmm. And you always need to get you always need to attract customers. You always need to you know without customers, they're, they're the lifeblood of the business, and you've yeah. got to have. You've got to have happy customers in retail. You know the the, the American thing. That, you know, the customer is king, but they, they they really are because they they've got to be happy and they've got to come back and they've got to tell their friends and you've got to you've got to surpass their expectations and that's you know it's not always possible, but you've got to strive for that. You yeah. know it's it's always nice when you get that email to say how delighted you know we are and you're great guys are great and we're really really pleased and we've recommended you and and so forth. You know and that's that that. The business is great, but that that means more. You know, it's, yeah. You know, the money is a byproduct of of, of 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 the business, but you know, happy customers, you know, is what is what makes us drives that. Yeah, exactly. Is what is what makes the boys happy in in the store. It what make you know, every person that works at higher ground. When we when we get that positive feedback, it's yeah, it's really rewarding. I talk about and we know one of the key metrics is in any business I'm involved in is that, and I use the term client delight. Yeah. And it's just you got to delight the clients. You know, it's not just delivering what they want. It's how do you delight them? And in that in that way, it's not. And they don't normally need to be big gestures and big things. It's the small things that make a great difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, in client experience, exactly, and customer experience. Exactly right. Because people people buy from people. Yeah. You know, it, business is sort of like a, a side of that, but. People buy from people they like, generally. Generally, um, you know, and we're fortunate enough to have two great guys in the store who who, who, are, who are great. You know, they're, they're very patient, they're very understanding, and they and they and they try their absolute best for each and every one of our customers. You know, they and they're extremely knowledgeable, um, and they're brilliant at what they do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that and that that is a that is really really important when you're dealing with customers. You know, you you. you they, they are without customers you're nothing you can't you know if we get a complaint it happens but you know we we strive to rectify we want i have a phrase where i say with the customer maybe we're in a situation where things haven't gone 100 percent as they should and i would i would say look we want we both want the same thing we want you to be happy yeah you want you to be happy and i want you to be happy and we're gonna until you are happy until you send to me that i'm happy we're not going to stop so that and then we treat every single customer Brilliant. that way, Great regardless of what they're spending. It's not about it's not about the, the value of their order. It's about the value of them yeah. as a customer of higher ground. Brilliant. And you've gone through phenomenal growth. So, what have been some of the challenges of that growth? Uh, there's always challenges. Um, there's always challenges. Uh, you know, as I just touched on earlier, between when I started and when I'm sitting here today, we've had. Well, two recessions, I think. Mm. Maybe we're skating along on another one, possibly, at the moment. Who knows? But two or three recessions. We've had, I think, three wars, unfortunately. And we've had a banking crisis, yeah. biggest banking crisis, as I mentioned earlier, and, and a pandemic. Yeah. Um, 
just those alone are challenge a challenge enough for anybody listening to this who's in business um but yeah you know there's always challenges every day there's challenges that present themselves there's challenges with with suppliers there's challenges with products there's challenges um with all sorts of different things but the, the things outside the business the things that i've just mentioned you know the, the, yeah. the, the global situation that you you can't focus too much on that. It, 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 it's you got to look at it as sort of noise in the background because although it's there, there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. You can only do what you can do. Exactly. Best foot forward. Exactly right. And there's there's a there's a there's a quote um, about grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and courage to change that I change the things that I can and yeah. the wisdom to know the difference and that there it's it right is there. a great quote isn't it's, it it is a great it's one we should probably all remind ourselves on absolutely because time to time yeah because you know you you can sit with your head in your hands and watch the watch the news and i did it all through brexit because that was having a, an adverse effect on, on my business because mm. of all the uncertainty around you know and it's, it's horrible to mention the b word isn't it it seems like a like in the distant past but that did have an effect on on us and and, and the business and it, it was frustrating for me looking on but one thing it's taught me over the whole, when I look back, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 now, so I've been doing this over half my life, and I try and take some solace from the fact that when I say that we've been through three wars, pandemic, and all the rest of it, that we're still here trading and still still doing... Still growing, doing okay, still, still growing, succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can find reasons to not invest, you can find reasons not to do things. It's always easy. You can just look, turn the TV on and watch the news, and you go, well, I'm not going to invest this year, I'm not going to do this this year, because this is going on in the world. But you got to look at what you can do in your own business yeah. to change your own business to improve at those times and because you've got to attract customers whatever business you're in you, know, you essentially you've got customers and you've got to try and find a way of attracting those to your to your to your business I'm, all, I'm always looking at that and minded on that and trying to focus my attention more on that than what's going on in the mm, world um, and so the challenges of course there's going to be challenges um, but it's how you overcome them and how you work around them. And so for us, you know, we, 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 we try we try and improve customer loyalty. We try and in, improve um, the product offering that we have. We try and um, give people products that they wouldn't see anywhere else. Okay. So, you know, and, 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 and excite them about when they, you know, flooring, you know, truth be told, flooring isn't the most exciting thing in the world, okay? But that's how people perceive it or that's how people have been taught to perceive it yeah. by a lot of the other companies in the marketplace what we try and do is turn it on its head and actually make it a purchase that people are engaged with and, and enjoyed and excited about it well precisely and some yeah. of the products that we sell are they won't they won't see anywhere else so we're lucky enough we work with a lot of interior designers and they love bringing their clients to us because we can do it all under one roof so they see they see products that they won't see anywhere else they come in and, and they're they oh, you haven't seen this, haven't seen this. And a lot of people aren't aware of just what's out there. Some of the runners that we sell are absolutely beautiful. They're handmade in England and people come in, they've never seen them before. And, and, and they go out happy because they're really excited. And it's really lovely when we receive an email from them saying, oh, we absolutely love what you've done. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's trying to find points of difference in the marketplace. It's trying to find, you know, you know anybody running their own business, you've you got you to gotta look at, what's going on and seeing how you can be different, how you can stand out from the crowd, how you can increase your market share, even in when times are hard, even in recessionary times or when there's a war going on, a pandemic. Yeah, or, whatever's yeah. happening out there. And out of interest, how are you seeing that? You know, it's interesting. Most of the people we talk to on the podcast are probably business-to-business -business providers in some way, shape, or form. You're obviously B to C. You know, what's it like out there in the consumer market, do you think, at the moment? I, th I think... <sighs> 
we, we've, in some ways, we've made a rod thrown back a little bit because we've set ourselves up to a to a high standard, yeah. and hence the name. You know, we, we 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 strive to be, we do strive to be the best that we can be every single day, and and that's that's you know you don't always get to it, but that's that's what we do, and most of the time most of the time we do, and our, our customers tell us as much. But it's people are more discerning, people are more. Um, you know, quite rightly so. People spend a lot of money on their on their homes, and they want their homes to look as good as they can. Mm-hmm. And so we feed into that, and we show them things to um, to make that happen. Um, so, so so people are are more when times are hard, and you know, cost of living crisis, and everything else that's going on in the world, and you know, people are more careful with their with their mm-hmm. money, um, and they want to make sure they're getting good value for money. Um, and so we're always having to be aware of that, and we monitor our prices to make sure we're competitive against you know all, all the, the bigger bigger names and yeah. also the smaller ones as well. And, and we are we'll, we'll always be competitive. We'll always give people good value for money because that's critical. Although although people people look at higher ground, and they think higher prices it's going to be expensive yeah. the way they look at their showroom look at their website these, these are going to be a costly outfit and then they're always pleasantly surprised when they they get the quote and they say well how come you're how come you're cheaper how does that how does that mm. how does that work said, well, because we aim to provide the best service that we can at the best price because you know we respect the fact that you know you you, you, you know you, you're spending money with us and it's hard-earned money so yeah it is it isn't easy in in the marketplace at the moment you know things that things are toughened up for sure in the last in the last few months but it just makes you work harder yeah. to to earn the trust, and to earn the and to earn the trust of the of the customers, to because when you know when they spend their money with you, it's a privilege. We don't take that lightly. They're spending their hard earned money with us, and and it's a two it's a two way thing. But you know we we absolutely make sure they're getting the absolute best value that we can give them. And I'm really interested to have a conversation with you about you know you built the business from a kind of physical perspective. You know, supply supply and fit. People walking into a store showroom. You know, that growing and you've now clearly we talked about it earlier you've developed this online offering which I assume is supply only you know, yeah. how how have you found having a business that now has probably got two very distinctly different aspects to it yeah um it, it does the, the, the two things the two things sit sit together um they, they complement each other so what we try to create online is a reflection of the experience in store. Okay. So when when we started with the showroom, um, that was an enjoyable part of the process, apart apart from paying for it, of course. But the creativity, the, cre- the, the creativity part of it, and yeah. the same applied for online. So although I didn't I didn't design the the website. I you know I had a I, idea of how I wanted it to look and feel, but that was more. So to you do. took the same principles and approaches that yeah. you wanted to be an experience. Yeah, yeah exactly right. So the, the 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 branding company understood that they'd been to our show and they said, right, we want to replicate what the customer gets in store. We want to replicate that online. We want to give them the same look and feel, that same experience. Um, so they they get that same. So if they're sat on at home and they have never been to the store, they they can understand what higher ground is about um, and get that same confident feeling yeah. in using us because obviously when you come to the store you see the investment although you know it's, it's grown over the years you see that we're a serious company and what we do and what we do we take very seriously um so people have have, have confidence in that but obviously not everybody can come to the store you yeah. know if we're selling a rug to somebody in scotland then they're, they're, they're never going to come to the store so trying to replicate on that line was was, was really important um but the, the website does more than one 
thing it isn't just a purely an e-commerce store it, it is a way for people to engage with us to find us first yeah. and foremost and so now most of our customers who who aren't in the immediate geographical area will, will find us through our online presence so it's the engine that is driving the business so where i have my head in my hands you know some four years ago why is it not working well it has repaid its yeah. reinvestment um because although we do sell a lot online and and you know it is a growth area for us each year we're growing in in that area and we're, we're going to in, increase our offering on online um it's a driver for inquiries as well okay. we're fortunate enough that we we, we are in a position in, in, a, in a relatively affluent area of the country mm-hmm. you know in the home counties in surrey um so we there's a lot of a lot of chimney pots there's a lot of customers and you've around. got a good geographical reach from here haven't you absolutely right so you know we go into london quite a lot i'm in london on wednesday this week into central london where people find us and interior designers and people that we work with so you know we're only, only an hour from london um but also geographic there's a there's a lot a lot of people on our, on our doorstep we service people supply and fit up to about an hour away okay from Camberley um, so there's a lot you can imagine there's a lot of business in an hour yeah. if you draw a circle around there's an awful lot of potential customers there um, and that and our job now is to make sure they know about us yeah you know so that's that's it's the marketing branding piece it, it is on. exactly right so the website is you asked me about the website and the, and the showrooms so the first thing a lot of people will find when they're when they're looking is they go online they obviously want it, whatever it's a rug for their home or they want to a hard floor for their kitchen or whatever it may be they'll you know type into google they'll get an idea what they want and and hopefully will be springing up on the first page of google that's the idea anyway and if if it isn't then i need to know why um but that's that's the ultimate aim isn't it so and they do generally they find so when i when i'm when i'm sort of going to a client out of area what i mean by out of area sort of not within a, a stone's throw of the of the store and i ask you know where have you heard of us it's, it's generally through the website so they, the website is a, is a very important integral part yeah, of that and then so. when i always encourage them to come into store and, and the two things marry they sit together comfortably so they're not two distinct things that yeah. very much one supports the other and, exactly and, right yeah and in terms of you know you say you've spent half your life now owning running participating in this in this business in some way shape or form what effect has being entrepreneurial being a business owner had on your own personal life <laughs> there's been some long hours there's been some long hours um for sure anybody who runs their own business will, will probably tell you that um it's not for the faint-hearted for sure um looking back you sometimes do you have your moments thinking was well, is it is it worth it you know has it been worth it but by and large yes it has i mean i i couldn't imagine working for anybody else i, I, I think i'm pretty much unemployable i think we all <laughs> you know i don't think anybody would have me for five minutes but um it's yeah it, you know the good times are great the, the hard times you got you got you, you only got yourself to to find the answers from you know yeah. you got to find them from somewhere because ultimately people's livelihoods you know lay with you so you know it's it's great employing people it's great in growing a business it's great all, all those things when things are going well and, and and everyone's you know doing well from it you know making people redundant is is the flip side of that we haven't had to do that, I think I've had to do that once in in 26 years that that's that's a horrible mm-hmm. thing to have to do you know that's that you know I, I know people um who really really struggle with that it's you know because these people become part of your life yeah. the people that you know that they've, they've got mortgages they've got families they've got kids you know so you've got that responsibility with you all the time 
um, that these people depend on you and they depend on your decision making because as great as the guys are that work for us and they are, and they are great that they're not the ultimate decision maker mm. right? no, I'm the ultimate Buck stops at one place exactly, exactly right it's why so many premiership football managers have been fired this season <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, it's an impossible job yeah. but um, you know not everybody can win um, yeah. and it's in, in football terms anyway but so when, when you're making business decisions you know, I, I have a I have a sort of a rule of thumb that I try and always abide by, which is um, when you're weighing up a decision, you know, what's the best that can happen and what's the worst yeah. that can happen. So you sort Great of like approach. a yeah, like a plus and minus column, and um, you know if the pluses outweigh the minus, I think well, the, the downside if this doesn't work, okay, it might cost X, but on the upside, it, this could happen. Then you sort of, okay, we'll try that and. I'm still here after 26 years, yeah. so maybe 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 that stood me in good stead. I don't know, but there have been some 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 close run times, you know, when you when you think, okay, maybe we'll do this, we'll try this, well let's do this because we're feeling and we're in a competent position, we'll try this, and you know it it, it hasn't worked or it doesn't yeah. work, but as long as it as long as it doesn't ruin the business, as long as that downside isn't catastrophic, yeah. um, and you can recover from it, you go right, okay, well I learn from that, I pick myself up and yeah. and move on and um, try the next thing. Yeah. You know, and say, okay, well, maybe this will work. So, like the website was one of those one of those moments. Thinking, well, I've I put my absolute faith in it and a, and a ton of money in it as well. And thinking, well, this 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 has to be the future. It is the future. Everyone knows online is the future. Yeah. I mean, it's not. You know, it's no For great. retail, you've got to that experience, but you've got to be online in some way, shape, or well, form. Well, exactly. But a, f- a few people made a, a, a few a few remarks, which is like you know, which is true actually. I, mean, I remember when I first first did the showroom and um, we were so quiet in those first couple of months we we, we lost all our clientele because we're not going in there that looks too expensive yeah. right because we've gone from the bottom end to the towards the top the better end and so we lost all those customers and I thought oh god I've lost all my customers where are the new ones coming from especially in a downturn and um, I said jokes I've created the, the, the best carpet museum in the world you know <laughs> So I had a friend who quoted that back to me. He said, how's the carpet museum going? I said, yeah, it's still looking like a museum with not many people in it. But yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful looking museum. But um, so there, there's, there's, there's that. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, it's been, it's been, yeah, there's been challenges. Challenges, yeah. there's always challenges. Yeah. And anybody that says anything different yeah. ain't telling the truth, are they? No, exactly right. And I'm going to have to ask this now. We started this conversation around, you know, the eight-year-old you wanted to be a business owner. So has, (laughs) if you went back to that eight-year-old, the vision that that eight-year-old had of running a business and the one that is the reality. It's funny because I actually remember that that conversation with my older brothers and sisters. I was the youngest, so, you know, there's a lot... being the youngest of five kids, you don't really get much airtime anyway. No. So this is actually a, quite a pleasant change. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just me and you. So um, and I'm getting most of the airtime. Um, but um, yeah, when I when I was when I was a little boy and I was the youngest, and so you don't really talk too much, but everyone else chats. So I was hearing the conversation. It's something that I sort of picked up on because we were really like, we realised that, that the money money was not in abundance by any stretch when we were, when we were young. Um, and I remember, so I remember that quite clearly that that moment that that seed was planted at eight. But I think I think there's a lot of people out there probably maybe listening to this that maybe at a similar age th- things sort of come to the fore yeah. and before that I wanted to be an architect when I was about five but that never that never happened but I do have a deep love of architecture I'm lucky that I get to see some incredible you buildings see some incredible oh, buildings oh I do yeah. I get some incredible properties and, and, and that's a part of the job that I absolutely love going to the, some of these clients yeah. houses and thinking, oh, this, you know, this is gorgeous and I always been interested in the history of the buildings and what have it's like my first love is, is architecture and the, and, the, and the building so that I'm, I'm lucky in that sense but when I, when I was eight I thought right I'm 
I must have, the, the, the mercenary penny must have dropped or something in my head. Thinking, <laughs> okay, well, architecture's not going to work, so let's business. Ding, let's do that. Um, so, yeah, look, there are times, Warren, and I, so there's been plenty of times in 26 years where I could have just turned the key and just happily just yeah. drove away for the last time and thought, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, and I think any business owner will, will recognise that. resonate with that. I Absolutely. mean, I, I, I remember, I mean, not, not a good story to tell, but I remember one particular before, before I was new, just about, when I had the idea of higher ground and I bought my business partner out and was sort of in this transition period for a year and I was sort of like just getting my thoughts together and I had a manager at the time and um, he wasn't the most honest of fellows and he was um, had his hand in the till mm-hmm. for about two years and almost bank, almost bankrupt me. Um, took, took, don't know the exact figures, but it was 50,000, 60,000 at the time. Could not could not afford to lose that sort of money um, and left me in a very precarious position for, for two years I had to work work on my own six days a week I did the accounts the bookkeeping <laughs> everything on my own it was just yeah. me me and this nobody the way we would survive all yeah overcome, absolutely yeah. each day just putting one foot in, in front of the other but I remember the day that I found out what he'd been up to the at quarter past five the heavens opened um, I mean it's, it's comical to look back but the, he- the heavens opened it was the middle of summer it was July so the heavens it was damnation and the rains came down and the whole store got flooded under six inches of water and I, I sat there and watched it happen just as I was about to lock up I just realised this guy had, 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 had gone away with all this money and then it was like God was showing his, <laughs> his descent and the whole place got flooded I watched it just the whole shop be flooded I just wanted to cry I thought I just want to pull the door over and yeah I'm done I'm, I'm out I'm out but you know and I just wanted to cry it was just me and um, clean it all up and you know, carry on and just put one foot in front of the other, and, and that was that was a that was a quite a, you know, a difficult period. And yeah, that kind of leads. You strike me as a very resilient character, and I suppose that is an example of that resilience. You know, how are you so resilient? Do you think is it a case of just putting one step in front of the other? Yeah, it is, but I've probably got to thank my dear mum. I think that bringing up five kids and the, and the way that she did yeah. and with, with the challenges I look at all my challenges and I think what, 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 what just showed you an example yeah what my mother what my mother would have done well she wouldn't have complained about it she would have just got the hell on with it yeah. so and that and I, whenever I'm sort of feeling a little bit low or a bit you know you know beside yourself you think well my mum would have just got on with it so just get Damn. get the hell on with it because you know I do moan and whinge don't we all you know it's like I'm sure my, <laughs> if my wife listens to this she'll only tell you too well how much I moan and whinge but but you know you, you got to get it off your chest somehow and it's, it's difficult but yeah you just get on with it you've just you have to what's the alternative yeah what is the alternative yeah. Definitely, there isn't. Is you there? give up. Somebody says to me once, "What's the opposite of success?" It's, it's, and it's not failure; it's giving up. Yeah, you know. So, and it's. I think there's some truth in that. And I've wanted to give up more than most. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you, but you, what, what? What am I? I can't be employed. What am I going to do? You, 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 I, I suppose that leads on to sort of one of a couple of final questions. The first one would be: after thirty odd plus years, kind of in an industry. Mm. Um, how do you stay so motivated and passionate about that industry? Coffee, mainly. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first thing you asked for when, you, when I met you today. <laughs> Can I have a coffee? <laughs> so that's uh, truth. There's truth in that answer. No, it's, uh, yeah. I found a document a few weeks ago, um, you know, like you clean out your PC and there's, you know, documents you don't get rid of. And I found a document that I wrote in 2000 and 
2009-2010, it's an old Word document, and I just wrote down or written down the, the things that I wanted higher ground to be. It's before it ever came into being, so it was where I was at that time. And sort of two pages of A4. And like, this, 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 this. And I found it just out of chance a couple of weeks ago. And um, and I read it, I went, wow, well, that's interesting. Tick, 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 tick. It was like, all, wow. all that, and... All those things I've done, all those I've done, it's all done. Um, and I sort of say to my wife when she listens, I sort of somebody picked me up from that point there and dropped me today in the show yeah. that we've got on the website and everything. You sort of think, well, how did how did that happen? How did that how did that how did that all happen in ten yeah, odd how years? How did that all come together? Yeah, how did that all just come into fruition? And writing down things is is yeah. is, a, is a key. You know, even if you don't go back to it, but you've written it down, it's there, it's a document, and There's some for, some way it commits you to it. It does, it? yeah. Way, even yeah. if you don't show it to anybody else, yeah. and I've only showed that document to maybe one or two people, um, and so it, it's there, and it almost almost like holding yourself to an, an account of right. That's that's what I want to happen. Now I've got to make it happen, and it focuses your mind to 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 do it, and I, I, you know everything comes from your thoughts and what you want. So it's important that. You know what you have in your head. You get it on a paper. You look at it. You reflect on it. You adjust it, and then you put it into action. And where we where we are now, you know, I look back. It's it's nice to look back and go, "Well, we've done all those things," and that 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 feels like success. Whatever yeah. you want to say, success is. Yeah. You know, however you want to label success. It, you know, it feels like well, that, from where we were there to where we are now, that's definitely a success of some sort, right? So it's like, well, okay, where do we want to go for the future? Yeah, I was so, say, so what next? Yeah, what, what so what next? Plans? Exactly. So yeah. that takes you on to. Well, where, where, where are we going to end up? Um, so, yeah, I, now we've done what we've done. So we've finished the show and that's all done. We doubled it in lockdown. We did the website live, the new one last year. It's in spring. It's, it's live, so that's done. But the website is like a big animal. You've just got to keep feeding it okay. and feeding it and feeding it and improving it. So we're on that journey with the website to just keep keep finessing it and getting it better and making it the best that, that, that it can be. But that's, again, an ever-ending journey. And, and the business, as far as the business is concerned, is... You know, we had a really good year last year, which was our best year ever. This year started started great, but you can't rest on your laurels. It's not you can never sort of sit down in business yeah. and go, "Yeah, great, that's it, I've done it." It's yeah. not. It, it isn't. As soon as you've done that, everything yeah. falls apart. Yeah, it's, it's, everything it's, starts to go backwards quite quickly. Exactly right. So when I look to the future, I sort of have a sort of three to five year time frame. I've, I've written down things that I, that we want to do in that period. You know, we're happy with the, with the showroom where it is. You know, I don't think we're going to run out into multiple showrooms. That isn't when I was a young, maybe when I was eight, maybe yeah. when I was maybe when I was twenty. I thought that oh, that'd be a nice idea. Let's have yeah. t- ten showrooms. You know, I don't I don't think that's where we're going to go. I think we're just going to just be where we are for now, be happy with what we're doing and yeah. just continue to give great customer service and focus on that and make sure everybody's happy in the day-to-day running of the business. You know, and, and, and look at, maybe look at other elements that we can add to the website we've always thought about, maybe, um, you know, lighting or, or, or home furnishings or things because our customers, when they come to us, they're generally doing a lot of work on their properties. They're generally refurbishing them, refurbishing yeah. them, or extending them. So they're in the in the in the in the mindset. So there is more you could sell to the existing yeah. base in terms of that kind of matrix. I think so, and all the elements are in place. You know, the website is done, so it would be add-ons if you like. So you know, we just we just consider. Well, I'm always sort of got one eye on that and seeing. We we get we get. We get emails. Or I get emails all the time from from different suppliers. Who now we're on the radar because you grow a business. People are seeking you out and they want to yeah. partner with you. So, you know, I'm always looking at that. I've probably got to go. To, I, I have. I've been guilty of not going to enough trade shows. Okay. International ones. Um. You know, and going to those and seeing what's out there and thinking what can we bring into higher ground that we can bring to our customers that they they may like. So, you know, if we want growth in that way, 
I think that's what we might be looking to do in the next sort of three, three to five years. But I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be opening anymore. <laughs> so yeah, it's just doing more of the same and just what? making sure that we're we're not, we're not going backwards. That we're, we are still going forwards. Brilliant. Watch this space, listeners. I always end with the same question, and it is one around you define quite clearly. I think what business success to me it means to you, but what does personal success mean to you? Oh yeah, that's yeah. I. <sighs> I've never wanted to live to work. That's never, you know, I never wanted to take over my life completely. Never wanted to defy me. But that's, you know, bit running your own business. It's quite, it's quite difficult. At times not, it does. However yeah, hard you try, it does. And it's, you know, I care passionately about what we do. I yeah. care passionately about the people that work for us. I care passionately about our customers. Um, that's a real, a real driver. So it's hard not to separate yourself from that. You know, when things are going great, yeah, everything's hunky-dory when things aren't going great you know you, you, you take you take it's hard not to take it personally so yeah um yeah it has it has an has an effect but i, I do like my, my business it does well it's given me a nice life it's given yeah. afforded me the things that i've that i've that i've wanted to have if i look back you know it's it's been a long journey but it's been worthwhile um, at the moment, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change yeah. it for the world. There's, there's plenty of times if maybe I had this conversation in a different year, I might say something different to that. Yeah. But, but looking back on the whole, yeah, the, the perseverance and the not giving up, it, it has it has certainly been worth it to get to get yeah. to this point. And we're in a, we're in a good place now. So it's yeah. it's everything is as it should be. And work to live, not live to work. Absolutely, perfect. I've really loved our conversation. If people want to know more about you, but importantly want to know more about Higher Ground and visit that website, where can they go? They can go to higherground.co.uk and get in touch. You can send us an email or you can give us a call on 01276 63809 and we'd absolutely love to hear from you and we'd absolutely love to um, beautify, beautify your house and become a customer of Higher Ground. Perfect. Gerard, I've really enjoyed our conversation. There's a few things that... I've sat here listening and a takeaway and will make me have made me stop and think. So that's uh, one of the reasons I do the podcast is to have conversations like this. So I've really thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you for being a great guest on the Evolve to Succeed podcast. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Evolve to Succeed podcast. My hope with every episode is that you've learned something new or heard something that challenged your way of thinking and further motivated you on your path towards becoming a more knowledgeable, informed and inspired individual and business leader. If you enjoyed this episode, then please help us by rating, reviewing and subscribing. We really value your feedback and would love to have you along for future episodes. And please don't forget to learn more about Evolve by going to evolvemembers.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week.